You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Recapping Week 12 with injuries, winners, and losers right now on Fantasy Football Today in 5. I'm Adam Azer, joined by Heath Cummings. Welcome to the show, everybody. So the injuries are pretty interesting, Heath. you got Darnell Mooney, who's got, looks like a long-term uh, ankle injury. You've got um, maybe maybe a long-term injury for Elijah Mitchell. But then we've got Christian McCaffrey, Travis Etienne, Michael Carter, kind of up in the air right now. So looking at the waiver wire, who do you think the waiver wire targets are based on current injuries? I, I think this is going to be a, a miserable week for deciding that on Tuesday afternoon and a worse week for deciding that on Sunday night. Um, if Elijah Mitchell and Christian McCaffrey are both at risk of missing next week, then Jordan Mason has to move towards the top of the list. It's obviously a huge thing for Tebow Samuel, assuming he's okay as well. I don't think there's going to be a Bears pass catcher that we're going to get too excited about. Chase Claypool if Darnell Mooney's ruled out for the year as someone who needs to be rostered, but not somebody we're necessarily going to want to start. And then for the Jets, because Carter, potentially, let's say he misses time, your interest level in Zonovan White would be what? The difficult thing is, why? what happened with James Robinson today? Like, they just decided they didn't didn't want to play him? Yeah, he- Does that, healthy I scratch from what I saw. that would change if Michael Carter's unavailable. Um, I, again, I'd want to probably roster both of those guys, but I wouldn't want to start either. All right. They are at Minnesota. Not, uh, not an easy matchup, not a great defense, but against the run, they're it's usually a pretty, pretty good matchup for pass catching backs. Yeah. Might be a good day for Ty Johnson. All right. Uh, how about winners and losers? I think we can stay on the jets. The jets passing game. I know is a big winner for you. Yes, the Jets and the Panthers passing game. Those uh, those new quarterbacks in Mike White and Sam Darnold really has proved to not be Zach Wilson and Baker Mayfield, and that's enough. Garrett Wilson becomes a uh, top 20 wide receiver, I think, a top 25 for sure. DJ Moore right behind him in the low-end number two range. Um, I think a lot of people are probably not planning on carrying DJ Moore through his bye, maybe already dropped him in anticipation of that. He needs to be rostered everywhere, could have a strong finish to the season, so could Wilson. Okay, Um Josh Jacobs, I think we should at least talk about. And we had an interesting discussion about if he's RB1 rest of season. Where do you stand on that? He is in the RB1 tier rest of season. Austin Eckler, Josh Jacobs, Derrick Henry, those are the top three running backs rest of season. Jacobs has been phenomenal. He won over a coach that didn't necessarily even like him that much when he got there. Definitely did not plan on him being a full-time back. And now he is their second best player on offense, playing fantastic in the passing game and the running game. He's a, he's a league winner. He went over 300 total yards today. And had the game-winning touchdown. Take that dead zone. How about <laughs> how about losers? Uh, run, or not, week twelve losers. 
Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know how much his value is necessarily going to change, although I'm not 100% sure I'm starting him this week. But Alvin Kamara, just with a miserable game, fumbling at the one, fumbling twice in the game, a fourth consecutive week of terrible efficiency in the running game, and the offense looks awful. Gerald Everett looks droppable with just four targets in his first game back. I guess you got saved a little bit by the two-point conversion, but especially if Mike Williams comes back, I don't know what the role is for Gerald Everett. I'm a little bit worried about Donovan Peoples-Jones. If David Njoku's 100% healthy, I'm not sure I want him if he's the third option in this passing game, and it kind of looks like he might be. And give me your thoughts on Mike Evans, who is a loser for Dave. So Evans goes two for 31 on nine targets after two straight games with 40 to 54 yards. So now that's 54 or fewer yards and no touchdowns in three straight games that he has not scored in seven consecutive games. All of those, by the way, with Chris Godwin back. Yeah, it's um, it's disappointing. I thought that when Godwin was 100%, Godwin would be the best Tampa Bay wide receiver. And so the, the lower catch and yardage volume is not entirely surprising, but that is supposed to come with a touchdown every week, so you don't care about it. And that's not what happened recently. I'm, I'm worried about him the next two weeks against the Saints and against the 49ers. I'm not sure he's a must-start wide receiver. That's going to do it for Fantasy Football Today in 5. For Heath Cummings, I'm Adam Azer. Thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you tomorrow on FFT in 5. <laughs>